and welcome to this edition of Taco Tuesdays with Ace. I'm your host, Ace Acosta. i got a very special guest in the studio today, the man himself, one of the hardest working men I know in this industry, from the El Paso Times, Mr. Felix Chavez. Felix, welcome, amigo. How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. It's going good, amigo. Um, how, how, how's life treating you so far? Good. Well, we're finally in a football week for the high school, so that's good, you know, and there's been a lot of bumps and along the way, but the, the teams are here. Uh, obviously, too bad, you know. Obviously, Irvin had to cancel its first two games against Bel Air and I think Hanks. Hanks correct. Um, that's unfortunate, but uh, obviously, you know, the safety of the kids is first. So, you know, they're, as long as everybody's safe at the end of this thing, that's all right. Um, but uh, we'll see. Hopefully, everybody else gets to play this weekend. Now, before we get into the the high school sports, uh, tell us uh, when did you get your start in in news journalism? It's been almost 24 years. It'll be 24 years this year. I started in December '96 in college, just covering high school games and whatever for the Albuquerque Journal. That's where I'm from, Albuquerque. So we used to they send me out to do a bunch of games and wherever. You know, I did some college games, soccer games, pro soccer games. There was a different soccer team there now than there is currently with the United. But uh, yeah, you know, they, they even had a thing called they have a every summer there, every May they have a thing called the New Mexico Games. Different sports. I covered some of that. <laughs> so. Like 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 what decathlons yeah, or like just basketball, whatever basketball, baseball, track and field, all kinds of stuff. They just spread it out throughout the whole summer, and they'd have different events. I mean, basketball was kind of the, the, the main big thing. one because they would get some old like, UNM Lobo players, ex high school players come back, you know, and they would just it was a weekend thing. So how, how, cool. how things have changed? Huh? We haven't seen anything like that obviously this year. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I don't think they had them <laughs> this year, but. Uh, I think they, I think they still have them, as far as I know. So, so what made the make you, what made you make the trip to El Paso? Obviously, well, it was a kind of a roundabout. I was when I was in college, I was an intern in the athletic department. After I graduated, then my first full time news job was in Hobbs, New Mexico, a small community on the Texas, New Mexico border, on the southeast part of the state of New Mexico. And then I went to Cruces for nine years. After that, I was in Hobbs for about a year and a half. Then Cruces for nine years, and down here. So. Nice, nice, and so obviously you're 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 one of the hardest working men I know in in sports. Uh, you do a lot covering all these ha- uh, high school athletes, um, and do a damn good job. I gotta say, you know, it, it's, it. it's 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 not easy. People might think it's easy. There, there's we got what thirty two high schools just in football, and then yeah. plus the girls' sports with additional schools like the the private schools. Yeah. It's, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it gets a little intense sometimes, but. You know, we get pretty good feedback. I mean, there's always more we can do and more kids we can cover, coaches we can cover, but hopefully we can, every year we get a little better. That's all, that's all we can hope for. Now, now volleyball already started. Um, I haven't had my chance to go out there yet. Um, obviously, there's new restrictions on what we can and can go. Um, what's it been like for you just trying to cover, you know? Uh, it's It's been different. I, I They're like Socorro, I think, announced today that they're going to let uh, parents in of the, of the players, uh, which Isleta had already done. Uh, they already did that uh, the first week. But some of the other districts are still keeping fans out for the most part, you know, like Tornillo. Well, Tornillo's letting fans in. I'm sorry, they're letting in fans. But like Fayos and Fabens, they didn't have fans there, just administrators, coaches. EPISD still uh, limits to fans. Um, so it's it's been kind of weird without the fans. You know, because volleyball draws okay. You know, some of the schools, especially on like you know the, the schools that it, that win, like Chapin and Franklin Coronado, they get pretty good crowds. So it's been kind of weird 
they typically have the the media like I've been to two matches and we sat basically in the middle um, instead of you know I like to bounce around a little bit but I just sat in the middle they had our photographers did the same thing they had Brianna well they had her in the middle she could kind of go back and forth mm-hmm. uh, on each side of the net but not too far they didn't want her they, she wasn't behind the net or anything uh, same thing with our photo intern Aaron he was in Fabens he kind of just stayed between the benches kind of uh, behind behind the team so it, you know they got great shots you know and, you know they, they did a pretty good job so it's, it's been weird that way not being able to move around a little bit and then we did uh and we're supposed to be the interviews post game uh virtually you know, all zoom right zoom, well, is, zoom is making some money well <laughs> in that instance you by the time you get zoom set you're better off just calling the kid you know so that's what you know we've tried to do and uh, but everybody's different, you know. So I like I know in Fabians, I I just interviewed the kids right there on the court, you know, right real quick. You know, we were there was only about eight of us left in the gym. So <laughs> right now I remember back. This is just uh, dating myself and ourselves. I think it was like 2012, uh, like when Isaac Washington was at America's. I remember you're one of the first news guys, other than TV, busting out the phone and getting those video interviews. You know, right after whether they sign or whatnot kind of like a little trend center because now everybody's doing that you know um was it just something that you just thought like you know what let me just you know one i can't remember what they're saying let's just put them on video and, and get that or what was uh, behind uh, that? it was a kind of a collective thing at the paper it was something they wanted to do so you know we had the equipment to do it and we back then it was um it was like 2012 i remember this it was. was a thing called it was i don't know i'm sure it's still in existence we don't use it anymore but it, it was called tout it was that was the application and we would interview the kids that way and it would automatically uh, go into your system uh now we now we just do it on our phone and then we have to upload it mm-hmm. into uh the system at the el paso times but the the tout system was interesting because it, it it automatically i think sent it right into the your system you didn't, have to do any, you didn't have to do any more lifting with it not that it takes much time now with no, it, but, it but, but <laughs> we yeah, have to that, look all the gear now just all right pop at that phone yeah pop at that so, phone and then um I think Mark and Brianna are photographers. I think they have a little bit different system. They have a nice microphone that they have, and they can do some inter- different things. And their their interviews can probably last a little bit longer than mine, uh, just because the way their equipment is hooked up to their mm-hmm. cameras. And it's I guess twenty twenty. We gotta constantly evolve. I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but obviously, the ta- this city has a lot of talent that's starting to be you know showcased. Obviously, with you know the Jones brothers and and you know baseball players. Um, what's something that people don't realize El Paso has when it comes to high school athletes? Well, I think it's, uh, I think with El Paso athletes, and that goes for obviously boys and girls and coaches, but there's a, El Paso, they, they, lo- they love their sports, you know, and I think El Paso has a long history. You, you know, you keep running into families that, you know, their grandpa played 50 years ago and their uncles played 40 years ago and their another uncle played 30 years ago. So I think that, that tradition carries down into the families and to the kids. So there's a certain sense of pride, I think, that they have. And, you know, and, you know, a lot of people will say, well, Paso never wins a lot of state championships or anything like that. But, it, you know, it, to them, it's about, you know, obviously you want to win a state championship, either individually or as a team. But I think there's just so much passion there and the love for the games, whatever it is, whether it's baseball or football, basketball, softball, it's there. And I think we've seen a lot of kids do well, either in going on to college, going on to coach. You know, there's been a, there's been a handful that have gone on to play pro and 
you know, I think unfortunately a lot of people will judge you by whether you go to the NFL or the NBA, but there's been a lot of kids here that have gone on to play in Mexico or gone on to play in South America or gone on to play somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know, and had a pretty nice career, especially baseball, basketball. People I don't think understand that there's some really good leagues in Mexico. Yeah, Mexico's yeah. really big. My no. friend's still playing Jesse, out there. Jesse Estrada, right? Yeah, yeah, because he was telling me that for a while um, there was a ban that the that the league had because I guess if you didn't sign with the Mexican team before you got drafted, you were banned to play professional ball in Mexico. And just up until maybe five years ago, um, a bunch of the owners and, and I guess executives or GMs got with the league and they kind of lifted that and now people can come and play and just the talent level and the, the, the quality of the game has just been that much better. Yeah, so yeah, there's a lot of athletes here that have carved out pretty good careers in, in different sports, uh, soccer too. Obviously, you know, there's some current kids right now that are doing really well that are from El Paso and doing well at the next level. And what you said too, uh, um, coaching-wise, a lot of them have been, you know, coaching and, you know, since we have so many high schools, it's cool to see that and they're bringing those talents. Like even if they didn't play professional ball, but they have that, that new skill to, yeah. like, all right, like you got but Coach Rick Orlo from Riverside, you know, he was there. I think uh what was it like the two thousands or something? You yeah. Know? Yeah, so it's interesting, you know, I think a lot of these athletes, you know, they, they have a lot of pride in in what they do and I, I you know, I, El Paso you know, it's not it's not a small city of course, but it's not Dallas or Houston where there's millions of people, you know, it's still kind of well there, well, there might be. They just didn't count the yeah. census. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, you know, upwards of three millions. You know, you don't have, you know, you have to compete against teams from Houston, Dallas area, the, the city of three, four million people. So here it's, you know, you really got to have a, a desire and you got to have good coaching and you got to really have a passion for it because, you know, you, you have to probably work. A, I'm not saying that those other kids obviously don't work hard, but I'm saying here you got to work a little bit. You know, a little bit more. Yeah, your back's against the wall a little bit because we're far, far west. You know, yeah. but like, aren't you guys in New Mexico? No, 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 no. We're we're, we're still Texas, <laughs> barely, but <we> <laughs> barely. But we're still we're still Texas. Now, before we get into high school, I want to bring up something that I know you're really passionate about. And for those that don't follow Felix, when you start doing, you'll see it is horse racing, right? Did, obviously, the 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 game has changed a little bit with all this stuff, but. Can you just give us like a little update on what's been going on? Because I know um, there's been some derbies recently, correct? It's been going uh, on. Well, this year was kind of strange, obviously, with the Kentucky Derby. Usually, it's in in May, followed by the Preakness and Belmont. But this year, they had to start with the Belmont and go with the Kentucky Derby, and then the Preakness is coming up because of the COVID. But and then quarter horse racing, which is pretty popular here in the Southwest, you know, in Rio Doso, they just had their summer of racing, which concluded with the All American Derby, which is or All American Futurity and Derby which is for two- and three-year-old quarter horses. So that's the, those are the richest races in the, in the area yeah. in the area for the most part. Well, the Futurity is the richest in the world, three million, you know. So and it, it was interesting, you know. And there's always a lot of local ties here. You know, a lot of the owners are from here, West Texas, trainers, same thing. Jockeys grew up here, mm-hmm. um, you know, because Sunland Park is kind of the, the big meat in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where everybody kind of stations themselves. You know, and has a has a, either a home here or a rental here. Or keep a, they keep a lot of horses here during the off when it's not racing here. So well, the weather's always really good yeah. in this area too. Although this year is going to be a little interesting to see what happens because you know the casinos have not been open and 
That changes everything, right? Because gambling's a bit, or betting. Well, the casino feeds the purse money um, for the races. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I mean, that's the only reason it survived as long as it has is, you know, that, that money, they use it to, to pay for the, the horse racing. So right now the Sunland Park hasn't been open in since we're there, no? Six and a half months. Because you know. yeah, we're there, for people that know, we're we're like, all right, this might be the, we might have some sports left, and then we get there, we walk around, um, hmm, something doesn't feel right, yeah. and then sure enough, they walk up. and So there's going to have to be a decision made here, I would imagine, pretty soon. You know, if it, you know if the casinos aren't open, I don't, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I have not talked to Anybody officials yet. yet at Sunland yet, hopefully this week, uh, but, um, you know, I'm sure it's going to look different. You know, I know Zia Park and Hobbs, which is the next spot where the horses go they, they've cut back mm-hmm. days and purses so you know because their casino has been closed rio doso survived the summer um how they did it i don't know i mean it was tough because they not only could they not have the casino open but they were limited in terms of fans they could mm-hmm. have only so many people there on a given day so their their handle was way down and you know just you know, beer money, Coke money, hamburger money. It's all been, it's all changed. It's you all know. changed. So, so I don't know. What's hopefully, we don't see burgers costing twelve, thirteen dollars even more now. You're like, what? That's a three dollar burger. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with with someone. Um, yeah. I mean, those are always cool events. I mean, I I barely started getting into it, but you know, just just hanging around you and getting that insight, you're like, all right, you know, these some top notch horses right here. They're, this is not no Mickey Mouse show. This is the real deal. <laughs> yeah, someone usually has a good meat. You know, they get their good thoroughbreds and uh, good quarter horse, good trainers. Uh, and I, I know I'm not sure. You know, if they do open on time as well. You know, Arizona is in kind of a in some flux right now, and Phoenix usually has a a winter meet there as well. And I guess there's some they may not have racing, so those people are going to be looking for a place to go to. So the logical place would be El Paso, you know, Sunland Park, El Paso, but I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, us here in the Southwest, we're just a little stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is opening up, but we're, 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 we're a little behind. But <laughs> now let's get into the big thing that is Texas football. The city has a lot of talent, um, quite a bit of talent. you got some nationally ranked players and just some good teams, but – Obviously, with what's going on, we some games are shortened. You know, seasons are shortened, and the, these athletes are really going to have to themselves really quick. What, what do you see? Like, let's go like say top division six A. Who do you think that has a chance to like go deep? Well, I think the favorites got to be until someone knocks them off their perch. Is America's? You know, they they lost a, quite a few guys. You know, guys really good players from last year's team, but the ones they have back are really good. Obviously, Aaron Dumas running back, Evan Chisholm. A, move over to quarterback he'll play defensive back but he's a heck of a quarterback they have dylan camp who's really good defensive end they have a linebacker christian martinez is really good um i would think that they're the ones to beat uh but mom was going to be tough they got 37 seniors uh, east lake's got everybody back uh not everybody but most of those guys back so they're they're moving up eastwood will be in the in the hunt you know with Julio lopez you know their quarterback andrew martinez is a year older so you know he's going to be better um, mm-hmm. Pebble Hills, kind of an unknown with Pebble Hills a little bit. They don't really have any star names per se, but they have a lot of good players, and they have a quarterback who's like six two, six three. Kenneth Cooper, he's his dad played at UTEP, mm-hmm. so he's kind of unknown, unknown right now to most people. But I think probably within their program, I think they think he's gonna be pretty good. So yeah, of course, Soda's always kind of reloads with the, with this squad out there. I mean, still a young young school, but 
it's like you said for Americas, it's uh can they make a different run? You know, it's 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 where El Paso teams are struggling is yeah, they'll get it through the first game, maybe two, but get into those next rounds. Well, you know, I think last year that you know they played Arlington pretty good, but uh, they just got behind, uh, then got back into it, and then uh, just couldn't finish drives. You know, they they moved the ball pretty well, especially the last probably two and a half, three quarters, and and they had a shot at the end. I mean, they're there at the goal line, just they just couldn't finish drive. I mean, they were mm-hmm. two or three times down pretty deep, but they just couldn't finish, and um, you know. It, that's the biggest thing. And 6A is just so so tough. Everybody's so good. You know, that, that region they are in is, well, every region's tough, but that region there is loaded. Uh, you know, Franklin, which is kind of reloading this year, rebuilding, whatever you want to call it, uh, they had some really good teams there in 11, 12, some, something similar to America's. You know, they were really good, and they kept running into Arlington Bowie, you mm-hmm. know, and they, they played them tough. They just couldn't get over that hump for whatever home. reason, you know. And they, But uh, and speaking of Franklin, you know, they're – a team that nobody's kind of talking about. And I, you know, you, you wonder, you know, they, they thought they had lost everyone but one offensive starter. So, you know, you wonder, yeah, but Darren Walker is such a good coach and he's got a good staff and it's Franklin, you know, they've been in the playoffs, I don't know how many years in a row now. And mm-hmm. so you got to assume they're going to be tough. You know, they might be kind of sneak up on some people this year, which is kind of weird to say. <laughs> right. And, and I'm, I'm excited because like you said, Eastwood and Eastlake have both moved up first time for Eastlake moving up, but Eastwood's back in, in, in I guess, the, the big division. I mean, that's just going to put a pressure on all the teams, you know. Yeah. It's it's every game now, especially because of how the schedules are lined up. You can't take any games off. No, well, this year you only get one non-district game, and then you're right in a district. So um, it's going to be interesting. You know, you don't have much to – you know, talking to coaches and players, you know, everybody's a little behind, a little rusty right now, you know, because you, you miss spring, you – you know, you miss summer. I mean, the kids were out there, you know, trying to do what they could, you know, you know, playing pickup football, whatever sport they were in, you know, they were trying to do something. But, you know, you're not around the team, you know, all the time. You know, you're doing virtual stuff with your coaches. And I so I think the the mental part of it, I think the kids will probably be stronger mentally because they, they've been talked to a lot and they're seeing things. But just being out there physically is going to be a little – and I'm sure, mm-hmm. too, during the week – you know, go, I'm sure there's going to be a limit on how much contact they have. You know, you just because you want to get to Friday mm-hmm. you know, with this with this virus, you you know, you probably don't want to have as much contact as you normally do. So you you know, you're probably going to have more just drills and conditioning stuff like that instead of actual contact. Kind of go into like a college uh, format, right? With with their practices, maybe one day shoulder pads and helmets, and the rest just. You know, helmets. <laughs> well, as one coach said, you know, maybe we should, they should just not have practice all week and then show up for the games. You know? well, literally? <laughs> just like literally? No, literally I think practice is a lot more nowadays. I'm trying to remember when I played. I think we only had practice maybe twice a week. Okay. And then Saturdays was. I was just happy to get the juice box and the and the snack at the yeah, end of the game. Right. <laughs> but, but going to, yes, yeah, 6A, obviously there's quite a bit of talent and we got some fully loaded five A's though, uh, except for that one. I think it's only four teams. Um, yeah, division one. Yeah, yeah that's that, that, that's a that's a crazy one because I think Delvai is in that one, and um, I should know this. I just put out the magazine, but <laughs> but yeah, five A's. It's still looking solid. Of course, all the talk you got Burgess, you know, Mister Jones out there as well. I remember Coach Rutledge is like, "Why does everybody want to talk to uh, my my backup running back?" <laughs> But it's what do you what do you expect from them? You know they're they're a veteran team. You know Tavares is 
you know, played freshman football, you know, on, var- on varsity. He played the last few games, so he's he's got a lot of experience. You know, they got Alec Marenko, who's already committed to New Mexico. And he's a big kid. You know, he's a big yeah, kid he's right there. Great athlete, great family, and, you know, they got their quarterbacks back. Uh, Robert Hall, their other running back who – you know, two years ago was their their main guy. Mm-hmm. You know now, mm-hmm. uh, you know I, I, he's a good player. He's different than Tavares. You know, and, it's a good one two punch, but especially. He, but he gives you something different. You know, so you know, they've got some people. They've got some pieces. Can they find a little more depth? You know, because uh, they, they you know they've won their by district quite a bit in the last few years. But they get to that second round and you know, just haven't been able to to get past area. I think that's probably their goal this year is to. To make a little bit of a run, especially now that Alex is a senior, Tavoris is a junior, Caldwell, mm-hmm. their quarterback, he's a little bit older. Um, Robert Hall's a senior. So, you know, they got some veteran guys. Mm-hmm. So I think they're hoping they probably get that, that extra spark. And, you know, they got a chance. I mean, if, if, you know, they're always, but they're always in a tough region, you know, as well. I mean, I think last year they had to play Lubbock Cooper. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, Lubbock Cooper's loaded. They've, they've had some good battles with El Paso teams in recent years. You know, Parkland beat them one year. Eastlake beat them a couple times. And they're probably and they, just yeah. right there on, like, uh, attendance, right? Like, they could be in the in the 6As, but they're just flirting with those numbers. So hopefully we'll see what Burgess. You know, Austin's been has been a great story the last few years. You know, they – you know, Coach has done a good job at that program. Coach Pichardo, you know, they, they were struggling before he got there. And then, you know, the last three years, man, they – his first year, they almost made the playoffs, and then they made the playoffs in the last two years, including getting a playoff win two years ago. And what uh, so, shared that district championship uh, this past season, right? So, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what they can do. Andrus is kind of a mystery. Um, you know, you, you hate to say that, but, you know, they're – They got a very nice new facility, you know, though. Yeah, I mean, it was there this they, weekend. They have probably the arguably one of the top three, four best players in the city, Jeremiah Cooper. He's a defensive back receiver. He's probably a Division One recruit. Uh, you know, his brother played at – Quite a bit at University of Arizona. His mm-hmm. sister's a really, really good athlete. She's playing college basketball. He's got a younger brother who's supposedly one of the going to be a star basketball player. So he, he's 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 legit. You know, um, their quarterback's been around for about ten years. I say that jokingly. Uh, <laughs> Toski, he's been around for a while. Keandre Jones, pretty good. But uh, you know, I think they took a little bit of a hit depth wise this mm-hmm. year. We just don't. There's not a lot. I you know they had some kids leave, um, but. Um, because they had that good run a couple of years ago as well. I remember out there in Odessa. Yeah. And just a couple of mistakes. Like I said, mistakes killing all of us. But Coach Woodrow's a good coach, and he's got a good staff. So, if, you know, they'll, they'll find a way to win some games. Especially with their new facility. They don't have to be, you know, back in the day, their locker room was always so oh, yeah. tight and everything. But their new field house is uh, it's, it's, it's impressive. Yeah. It's impressive. It's impressive. Um, I and mean, then the, the other district uh, – Parkland should be pretty good because Andrus and Austin they're in Division two, two. Mm-hmm. two five eight two two five eight Division two and then one five eight Division two. It's Parkland is a team to beat, you know. I think, uh, but Kenny Teal's gonna be right there. But Parkland's gonna be tough. Uh, they have. You think Kenny Teal's back? You think they're, they're back? tough? They're good. They're good. I know they're they're solid. I mean, I, I think they lost some kids that they were not lost kids, but they had some kids that maybe not come out that they were hoping for just because of the COVID. Maybe their parents. And, mm. well, that's what I heard. But uh, maybe they've come out since. But I know initially that there was some talk of that. But uh, you know, Kenny Tio, Scott Brooks, those guys every year they you know if he if he's got if his team you has a pulse they're gonna be yeah, tough. They'll be know? tough. And they're they're solid. They'll be solid. Uh, but Parkland's gonna be good. You know, there's a quarterback to carry Lewis. 
They got two or three good running backs, a couple some good receivers again. Um, yeah, they have, they have that big boy on the on the offensive line too. Oh he's, yeah, he's, he's a freshman. A, yeah, so I mean it's it's cool with you know what Coach Fonz can do and you know just developing that you know winning environment over there. Yeah, they the last few years they've they definitely developed that, and I think that's going to help them. Hanks, Hanks Molina with uh, Molina, they got thirty three seniors. I think Coach Blair told me you know, and Coach Blair's done a nice job there. You know, he kind of built off the success that Aaron Price had started there when before Aaron left for the college ranks again. But mm-hmm. you know, and Isleta is going to be right in the hunt again for a playoff berth. And uh, Horizon with Coach Melendez, don't forget about him out there. They're they're tough. You know, mm-hmm. Coach Melendez does a great job. And what's good, like you, like you brought it up, you know, you're seeing a lot of athletes stay to their senior year. You know, I think for a little bit, you know, a lot of people are either they're going different routes or playing different sports, but it's good to see that, all right, you got 27 freshmen, I mean, 27 seniors, you know, coming in. Yeah, well, that's important. You know, I think if you're a program, you always want veteran guys. You don't want to, you know, it's a hard thing to do every year, but, you know, You'd like to have a two, three-year span where you have a lot of seniors, for mm-hmm. sure. You know, it makes things a lot easier. They understand the game better, and they understand what the coaches are trying to do. The coaches don't have to explain as much. You know, the kids already kind of know what they have to do. So in the, in the leadership, though, because, you know, the kids spend more time together with each other than anybody else, you know, so that, you know you, you want that leadership, and, you know, they'll they'll follow if you have good leaders. Now, now let's bring up a sensitive subject that, that, that hurts me is – Will my Bulldogs win a game? <laughs> I think it's no. four years now. Yeah, it's, right? you know, I, you know, those kids, the thing is, those kids are so tough, you know, they're good they're kids. They're trying. You know, they, 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 they try. It's not, a, it's not a lack of effort, you know, and it's not, you know, they don't go in there every day saying, you know, we don't want to win, you know, they're, they're trying, the coaches are trying, you know, they're, they they've, been, they've, they've had some bad breaks, I mean, like, ah. <laughs> yeah, they, last year, I think they lost a 17-10 game, the year before when Coach Graham was still there. I think their first three, think about uh, it. they were in all three, you mm-hmm. know. And then in district, they weren't as close, but the games were tight. You know, they played better. You know, I think it's just, uh, you know, it, the district is so tough. It is. They're, they're, and in, they're in a tough year, one. This year, you know, they played in a slide-up program, who's been pretty good the last few years. So it's not an easy game. And then you got to jump right in district. But for that, they, they just can't, they can't look at it that way. You just have to look at it. You know, one the, game at a time. One game, literally one game at a time, and just keep playing. You know, and hope you can. You know, you create your own breaks. You know, they keep working. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you know, they'll create some some of their own breaks. But uh, you know, it's it's hard. You know, Socorro has been a tough spot for a lot of people. You know, they've gone through a lot of coaches and mm-hmm. in recent years, and, and getting people to go out there too. Because I mean, it, it's everybody's moving upper far east, and you know, it's just trying to get people to 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 get yeah. in there. Well, that and then you. If even if you go keep going south, you know, like Clint's really good in football. Mountain View is pretty mm-hmm. good in football. So, you know, there's you know there's a lot of Fabens isn't bad. San Elias getting better. So you know, there's not there's a lot of teams around you that are doing good. So it's you know. there. I, I I think for me is they got to bring back the red jerseys. <laughs> you know, it's it's got that power. I don't know, just something about that Socorro scarlet red for me. You know, the white. I mean, I get it, it looks cool in the baby blue, but kind of look like the Oilers. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Orders are gone. You know, Earl Campbell ain't coming out the indoors. Yeah. <laughs> but so I don't know. I, they just got to keep plugging away, and hopefully they can find some consistency, and hopefully they can find some consistency in coaches. You know, I know mm-hmm. it's, it's tough, you know, and, you know, it's not tough on Coach Hindley. It was tough on Coach Graham. You know, every and it's tough on the kids when you're changing coaches every, you know, three years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just 
you know, it's, it's, it's sadly, it's part of the business. He has, you know, especially in Texas, if you don't win <laughs> quick, you know, you're done. It'll be you know? quick. But I mean, they, they, like I said, everybody has a shot this year. And then of course, like you said, bringing up the mountain views and the, and the, and the Fabians and everything can't, can't leave them out. They got some good kids out there. You no, know? you know, last year, Clinton Mountain View both won by district titles for the first time, you know, and mm-hmm. Clinton had been close a couple other times in, in recent years. They finally broke through last year. You know, Coach Martinez has been out there forever, and, you know, Coach Rundell has been in Mountain View for a long time. Mountain View was close the year before, you know, so they were they were right there. So, you know, they do a good job. They just, you know, they have a lot of good athletes. Both those schools have pretty good athletic programs, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, across the board. So it's no surprise that they've had some success in football. Now, now, what do you think about Riverside dropping into that division? Yeah, it's going to make it interesting. You know, I think they um, – it was probably the, a good thing for them, you know. Their their numbers were man, they were so 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 small, you know. Because that area ain't growing. I mean, yeah, there's, those, just, there's no new houses being built, and it's tough, you know. And they were, you know, competitive last year in five A. You know, Gary went in there and did a, did a nice job. They, you know, they lost some close games, won a few games, and I think built something. He's got a good freshman. Well, they're sophomores now, but he has a good group. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and their other sports, whew, boy, they were. Like basketball, boys basketball should be really good this coming year. I'll put some pressure on coach uh, out there for the boys basketball program, but uh, yeah, they they should be really good. Um, but you know, baseball probably gonna do some do some damage, even though you know they were still pretty competitive in in five A. But uh, I think moving down was good for them, you know. And I you know they'll find some success for sure across the board. I think soccer, shoot, they, you know, it, that's gonna be good. They could do some damage there. It's gonna challenge, challenge San Eli on that one. They're mm-hmm. gonna get San and. Those teams, you might see a couple teams, San Ali and Riverside, go deep in the playoffs. No, I'm really excited about that Clint Riverside game because I want to see you know they played each other before, obviously, but all right now this is there's more on the line, you know, potential. Yeah, can can they be a powerhouse in in this in this new district? I mean, we're about to find out. Yeah, and they have a you know they have a new principal who's really supportive of athletics too, and and Mrs. Guillen. So you know she'll she'll be there for them, but. you know, Riverside will do a good job, and it's gonna be some battles because, like I said, Clint's had a has a history. You know, basketball has been really good for them. Baseball's had some good. You know, Mountain View is really good at track mm-hmm. uh, and volleyball. They're doing pretty good in volleyball. So, I said it's um, good to see all this different athletics. You know, taking off and going back to another long rivalry game, Bowie versus Jeff. Right, it's always a classic. I mean, those two programs, obviously, so much history. I mean. What can you expect from from that? Because I know both were struggling with the um, with getting players out there. You know, yeah, it's, it's I think that's going to be a long standing thing. I know Bowie was struggling with numbers early this year, even this season. You know, it's probably even tougher with the pandemic because mm-hmm. you know there might be some kids that are just you know not. not yeah, one one it. was telling me what one coach was telling me is like, yeah, you know, I want to play, but my parents are the caretakers of my grandparents, yeah. and they don't want to risk that, so. I mean, it's 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 tough decisions to for these you know what fifteen to eighteen year olds to to well, make. Well, there's kids I know at Bowie that have to help their kid, their younger siblings, with the virtual learning mm-hmm. while they're trying to do it themselves. You know, so that's a whole nother. Whew. You know, so that's that's the kind of things they got to deal with. I mean, not just there, but you know, it's a it's a reality. But uh, at Bowie Jeff, you know, those kids are great. You know, they 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 give everything they have. You know, Coach Vide at Bowie's a good guy and. Coach Martinez at Jeff, you know, he when he got there, he had to kind of reload, and you know, he's 
he's gotten a lot of mileage out of those guys. You know, they remember that year they made the playoffs when they had to beat Bowie and win a five-team playoff. Right, coin flip. <laughs> coin flip. That's you know, right. Well, that press, was at the Sun Bowl, no? At yeah, the... The press box, and then <laughs> and they played Saturday afternoon late, so they had to turn around four days later. You know, they had a couple of days off, and then play East Lake. You know, so they were probably emotionally spent, but that's still not it. It's good know. to see them still doing their best to compete because obviously oh, yeah. some I schools think, have it a little bit easier to, to, to field the team, but yeah, I think that's, that's at the end of the day, those, those buoy kids and Jeff kids, they'll always, they'll always fight. You know, they're not gonna, maybe some years they just don't have the talent to get, you know, make it to the playoffs, but you know, they're, they're going to go down with the giving it their best. And that's a good thing. Cause you, there's other teams that they'll just be like, eh, but you know, in the later part of their life, all that's going to help them out. Yeah, for sure. You no, know, it, it's, now, final thing, a lot of these schools are getting facility upgrades. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're seeing some nice fields and everything. Hopefully the press boxes will be a lot better. But, you know, what do you think for the athlete, how that makes them feel when they're playing on such great, you know, I guess facilities? Yeah, well, it helps, you know, because you want to be part of it, you know, and you want to be, you want to feel like you're part of something special. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, like it's, it's crazy everywhere you go in town now, especially EPISD, they're, working on something i mm-hmm. think i think almost every campus there's they're still working on stuff i just coronado uh franklin i think mm-hmm. they just put something up uh i think maybe Bowie's the only school that they're not working i can't remember. well they did their field and then i think remember some kids took a four-wheeler and did donuts on the okay, the field yeah, i remember that yeah. i know Irvin. they're working on a bunch of stuff uh burgess the mess right. over there <laughs> Yeah, but once it's finished, it should be it should be it should be all right. Yeah, I think uh, the baseball fields in the Sledder District have gotten yeah, their upgrades. I've noticed and that Socorro's got a new baseball field. Yeah, that, that's that one's good. Um, uh, Mopwood, they were doing some work over there last time I drove by. I mean, it's summer. it's good. Like you said, being part of that um, when you walk out into the field and you see the logo and you oh know, yeah, you just get excited out there for it. You know, there's just it's it's college kind of like a college atmosphere, but at the high school level. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, we have a full season. Hopefully they can experience it all. You know, uh, you know exactly. So uh, if kids are listening, be smart. Stay away from those house parties. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. do the best you can, even though we have to wear these masks, whatever. But, you know, if you're senior year, just ball out. Yeah, it's a, they've been, the kids I've talked to have been pretty good about it. I think it's, in a, in a way, I think it's made these, a lot of these kids mature pretty quick. You know, Real I think, quick. I think not only just sports, but just even having the chance to, you know, do see some of the other things that they enjoy doing, you know, that that's at stake. You know, so they realize, you know, if and they want to go to their prom in the spring, they they better, you know, be good about it now. And not not just that. I, my friend brought it up too. He's like, this was the first summer, I think he said, since he was like eight when he didn't like play baseball. So he got to, obviously things were a little different, but still like, you know, because sometimes, you know, the parents be putting these kids through like, you know, just nonstop. But this, you know, we got to take a step back and relax and hang out and be with the family. And, you know, the kids got a new, I guess, look at life now instead of just go, 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 go. And like, oh, OK. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. A couple of kids have talked about that, how it's kind of made him step back and, you know, even be a little bit better. It's just as daughters and sons and mm-hmm. help their parents out a little bit and get them a little bit closer to you know, their friends and you know because yeah, once this once once high school's over it's a whole new ball game yeah <laughs> yeah it becomes more of a 
more yeah. of a business if you go down the college level. And right. If you're listening, take advantage of those naps, kids, because you're going to miss them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're going to miss them. But obviously, Felix, like I said, we're going to be busy these next couple months. Hopefully, these seasons go full full go. Um, I appreciate you coming out. Is there anything? Uh, can you let people know where they can follow you? Because you're, you're on your phone a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, if, if you want to follow me, you can. I'm on Twitter at FChavez, EP Times. Um, you know, if you, you can always friend me on Facebook. I actually have two accounts. I have one for work and then a personal one too, but usually the one for work, that's where most, most people go to. You, you got to put the photo, Felix. Yeah, you got to yeah, put the photo. I, I, I I've, I've took, I, Mark and I have taken some good photos of you now. Come on, we can put, <laughs> so, you know, I can call up Ruben and we can pull one from the archives yeah. as well. <laughs> but, uh, maybe one of these days. Well, I, I kind of like the blank stare. Right. I mean, at so, least, or do I, like well, a, I have to keep the... You know, the, the mystique, fan, yeah, the mystique out there. We can we can draw you in a cartoon <laughs> character, right? You know, so. <laughs> but uh, like I said, I really appreciate your friendship. You're one of the hardest working guys I know. I appreciate um, it. It's 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 amazing to see the stuff that, that 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 you're doing. You know, it's you know people go out there support your local media, even though we work for different companies. It's it's all for you know getting exposure to these athletes because there's a lot of great talent in here. You're seeing, yeah, yeah you know, it's fun, you know. You know, I still run into even when from my cruises days, I'll run into some athletes every once in a while, or hear from them, and you know, and uh, kind of weird. You know, they're always those people are all grown up now. The ones I covered in cruises, you know, but even the ones here in El Paso, you run into them. You know, after they've graduated college already, I ran into somebody the other day. I was like, wow, I guess we're getting older. <laughs> we we are getting older. It's it's crazy, but like I said, thank you very much for for joining me, Felix. Uh, you guys make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. And I owe Felix some tacos because this is Taco Tuesdays with Ace, but I've been running around. I forgot to get some, order some tacos. So we're going to go get some tacos at, uh, before this is all said and done. But Felix, thank you joining for joining me on my show. Yes, sir. Later.